You're listening to the Live in the Glow podcast, and I'm your host, Liv. I'm a certified clinical nutritionist and nutrition empowerment coach who can't stand diet culture. On this podcast, you'll find all things wellness, weight loss, and mental health while breaking all the diet rules and finally finding food freedom. I'm diving deep into the psychology and emotional side of well-being as a whole, and you'll be walking away refreshed and renewed with inspiration on staying healthy while still having fun, trusting your body, practicing self-care and self-love, and finally breaking free of food prison. Hallelujah. If this sounds amazing, hi, hello, and welcome. I've just become your new BFF. Let's get started. beauties. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, as you can see, things have been shifting around here. Um, I'm no longer your bougie bestie. I'm also no longer um, the bougie spiritual. I am live in the glow and I just wanted to give a little background on why I chose live in the glow. Um, I truly wanted to focus on empowering women and I didn't really know exactly how and once I started going really deep into what I actually already know about myself and how I can best serve women, I started to think, oh my gosh, I'm like an idiot. (laughs) I have a master's degree in nutrition nutritional sciences, and I'm a certified clinical nutritionist um, focusing on holistic nutrition and healing, so what am I doing? Why am I not doing that? And it kind of was just an epiphany. Um, I've been through a lot along my um, healing journey with food and my body, and I would be honored to share all of the things that I have learned and how I've healed with you, so that's why I decided to go ahead and do the live in the glow and glow is like a little term that I came up with so it's kind of like it is it's not kind of it is um living and choosing a glowing life gl over o your weight w so yeah it's gonna be choosing a glowing and beautiful, thriving life over just the weight on your scale. And there's so much more to our lives than just our weight. So I really wanted to empower women and whoever else is listening to this um, to accept that and that know that it's not just about your weight. Love all of that. Um, So today I actually want to be going into finding out what are your what is your eating personality style so i think that a lot of us kind of just i mean it's not like we should label our eating personality but it's good to kind of know where we are so that we can make better choices and it's basically just to help you identify your current food tendencies it's going to help you gain clarity as to like what kind of eater you are so you can begin making the steps towards a more normal and easy relationship with food. Um, Yeah, so that's the kind of food freedom I want is just 
to be able to identify and move along and make better choices and live with ease. Um, yeah. So I would love to know if you enjoy this. Please tag me on social media if you are listening to this and you found it helpful. I would love to connect with you and get to know you more. I'm all about connection these days and honestly I love to connect with people who have been through the same things or are going through the same things that I've been through and it's just it's just cool. Cool to connect on that type of level. So let's get into it. <clears throat> what type of eater are you? Um so maybe you know something of your relationship with food, but like you think it's kind of off or you're not quite sure what that may be. And you may even be asking yourself like, oh my God, am I an overeater? Oh my gosh, am I an emotional eater? Like, am I a binge eater? Like, am I crazy? Am I insane? Because I remember being very confused when I was in the middle of my battle with food in my body. And I was wondering like, why the heck am I so focused on food? Why is this the most important thing? Like, why can't I let it go? I was so annoyed because I would search and search and search and like how to let things go, how to heal this, how to do that, blah, blah, blah. Like everything was just diet, diet, diet. Like think yourself out of it. Do this, do that. And I was digging and digging, digging. Like I was digging myself more into this mental disaster. <laughs> and I am sharing with you a few things that I wish someone would have told me. So first of all, like I said, I think it's pretty um, detrimental to label ourselves. Um, when we label ourselves, it's not uncommon to manifest more of that thing into our life. So if you're asking yourself, am I an overeater? Am I an emotional eater? Um, maybe ask yourself instead, like, do I feel guilt for eating? What are my feelings around eating? Do I fear certain foods? Do I fear certain food groups? Like, does it give me anxiety to eat? Do I use food to distract myself? Do I use food to numb myself? Do I feel like I'm literally on a pendulum um, swinging from prison, like being so afraid of food, food prison, to complete, like, abandonment and just craziness, <laughs> like, total unawareness of food um is it like some days I'm okay and other days I'm like literally elbow deep in a bag of chips and I can't stop is it like these are the type of questions that I want you to start asking yourself instead of like am I an overeater am I a binge eater like when we think about those things when we think about binge eating or we think about emotional eating that kind of just like reinforces it in our brain like that is what I am but instead if we try and reroute these these um these labels into questions that can better serve us is it it, it helps us understand better and be able to move on so if you answer like do I feel like sometimes I can't even distinguish my body's hungry if it's full or if it's satisfied these are the types of questions. And if you answered yes to any of these questions, if you answered yes to all of the questions, if you answered yes to any of these questions, 
here's the deal. Something is going on. Something is off. Something in your relationship with food is not how you were designed to function. And maybe because something's off or out of balance, it can be causing you to feel stress or overwhelm or anxiety when it comes to food and your body. So let's say, okay, so you're feeling all these feelings and you're wondering if like, oh my God, is this it for me? Was I born this way? Like, what is happening? Maybe something's off in my DNA. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just don't have enough willpower. The answer is no. Like, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. You were born a normal eater. And that normal eater, whenever you were a kid, you were an intuitive eater. Think about whenever you're at a kid's birthday party. I always like to think about this. Um... You're at a kid's birthday party. There's so much food. There's pizza. There's snacks. There's cupcakes, cake. There's everything. But do you see these kids, like, flocking towards the food? No, they don't. Because they're so involved in what they're doing, they don't even feel hungry. But if they do feel hungry, they will let you know. Like, they'll be like, mom or aunt, auntie, (laughs) I'm hungry. And then they eat their pizza, and then they're so, and then, like, that's it. And then they just want to play. They just want to play. So that's how I like to think of an intuitive eater is, like, a child. A child will never um, question it. They'll, they'll eat, like, if they're hungry, if they're not feeling like it, they won't. They'll tell you. And it's not, like, pushing anything. So what is intuitive eating? I wanted just to go over this a little bit because it is, like, a kind of, a weird um, thing if you're really used to like this diet culture phenomenon that we're going like it's crazy um, so it's it's like a philosophy of nutrition that rejects dieting and food rules and it just in food restriction so it's in favor of learning to listen to your body and to honor your body's natural hunger and fullness. So basically, it's eating whenever you're full. Or, wow, it's eating when you're full. It's eating whenever you're hungry, and then um, just stopping whenever you become full. It's pretty simple. Um, and if you're thinking like, oh my god, yeah, right, whatever. Like, keep on listening. Hold on. I get it. The first time I heard about intuitive eating, I was like, there's no way. There's no, absolutely no way. Um, if I listened to my intuition, I would become fat as hell. <laughs> I would gain so much weight. I would eat like 50 cakes a day because, you know, like I'm obsessed. Like I love cake. Um, my mom's a baker. So, you know, I was grown up eating chocolate, grew up eating chocolate, all that stuff. And I just, I think that's very pleasurable food to me. Um, so if I listened to my intuition, it would no lie tell me that eating um, a half of a cake (laughs) every night is a good idea. So, here's the thing. Never in a million years I would have thought that, um, an easy relationship with food was possible. I spent years and years and years gaining and losing these same 10, 5 pounds. Years. Dieting, binging, restricting, fluctuating, Sometimes, honestly, even to like 30 pounds in a year. I would lose it only to put it back on. 
within a few months. And I was absolutely heartbroken. I was like, I can't do anything. I can't even maintain my weight. I'm like, I would tell myself, like, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, I was so neurotic about food and I would literally plan my, like, my, like, my life around it instead of it being the other way around. Like, all the time I felt like it was, I was in food prison. If you haven't heard of the term food prison, it's like, I use it a lot. I was in it, 100%. I had no idea how I could ever get out of this. Um, I felt like I was losing my mind, honestly, until... I, one time was, um, you know, I was tired of it, honestly. Like, I had been dieting for so long, and I lost weight, and then I went on a trip, and I just decided, I was like, you know what, everything is on limits, on limits, everything I can eat, and then I just noticed, I was like, hmm, if I let myself eat everything, then I kind of don't want it all the time, you know? I don't know if that makes, like, it sounds so weird, but it starts to create, like, it kind of loses its value in my mind. And honestly, it took a while to actually achieve um, intuitive eating, like, like, it took a while to actually play out, like, how it's supposed to. And I still struggle with it sometimes, not gonna lie. Um... But it has changed my life 100% and I finally feel free. I no longer even feel the impulse to binge eat. I have not binged in, in like, a, like years. Like, it's been a while. Um, regardless of, like, the triggers that I experience, I don't binge anymore. I don't, like, it doesn't, it doesn't entice me. It doesn't feel good or sound good. <laughs> So yeah, um, let's get into the actual eating styles. And so if you're thinking like, okay, if I'm not an intuitive eater right now, what the heck am I? Um, let's find out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So if you have like thought about intuitive eating and you're like, okay, that sounds nice, but is that a dream? Is it even real? What the heck? <laughs> it's real. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's just your body. Okay, so whenever you start intuitive eating, your body is going to just adapt to the weight that you're actually supposed to be. And sometimes that's not actually the weight that we want to be. Let me break it to you. But it's what we're supposed to be. Like, I used to diet to the point where I lost my period. Obviously, that wasn't the weight I was supposed to be as a woman, you know, because as a woman, we need our period to be able to be reproductive. And if we don't have it, Something's definitely wrong. Um, the clarity is the key to this journey. Um, and I'm going to show you right now and explain to you five, or sorry, seven different eating styles. Each is different. Each is characterized by different tendencies. And the goal for this is not for you to put your, a label on yourself. It is for you to acknowledge and then move on and then take that that data, it's just data, it's not like an internal ingrained identity, it's just to take this data and apply it to your life so you can be better. Um, so I'm going to read kind of to you a few di 
like styles and then you're gonna kind of find out what resonates with you the most and then I want you to reach out to me if you feel like you're any of the above and we can literally plan um, and solve your relationship with food. We can have a conversation on how to evolve this relationship and we can just connect and talk. I really love I love that about social media. Okay, so let's begin. Number one is the pro dieter. This person is consistently on a diet, has tried numerous diets, always interested in the latest diet trend. And what propels this eating style into motion? Like what brings this about? Would be being unhappy in your own body, feeling fat, feeling like you need and want to change your body. That's that's what the pro dieters trigger is. Um, and then number two is the hyper aware eater. The hyper aware eater over is overly aware of everything that's eaten, like stresses about every gram that is consumed, worried about how food will affect the body, literally is weighing every single second, every single second, <laughs> every single gram of food and has everything logged into their app. That's the hyper aware. Um, others view this person as a very balanced eater, which I don't know. Um, it usually starts as a desire to be healthy and fit, but then it propels into a mild to extreme obsession. So if you, I would say, if you're into flexible dieting, um, that's okay for you. I mean, I would not suggest doing this because this is what could happen but um this is what would say like tracking your macros and um flexible dieters so yes um number three the distracted eater so this person is eating without being aware often this person is multitasking like watching stuff reading things really busy person i would say um they become unsure of how much they ate because they're not really focused on eating and they often don't really feel like satisfied or full and they just consistently eat on the go and so this type of person it, this it becomes like eating becomes like this because there's usually like a, a desire to be like really productive and if you're not doing anything that means you're in like if you're just eating which is actually doing something it's considered as unproductive. So they don't really value um, sitting down and having a meal and being conscious while eating. So number four is the chaotic eater. This person is eating so random, so random. Whatever and whatever is available, every day looks different and eating is all over the place and they have Kind of just like just like a big free-for-all you know um or they're just really busy and they just grab whatever they can um i think about my mom whenever <laughs> i think about this person because um she's very busy she's she owns a bakery and um when she's working i mean she doesn't want to stop and eat so she'll eat whatever is in the way like if she's hungry um she'll just eat whatever so sorry mom <laughs> and the, like yeah it's 
a busy, stressful life, overscheduled life, which is my mom. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. The next one, number five, is the refuse not eater. So this person never says no to food. Whenever there's food around, this person will never be able to be like, um, I don't want any, even if this person isn't hungry. Um, whether it's just offered or sitting on the counter or on the tabletop or just, you know, like, even if you're not hungry and this person's like, okay, this, there's food there, I'm going to eat it. And this is triggered probably by, I, I, in my opinion, is not giving yourself unconditional permission to eat. So the mere presence of food is so tempting. So whenever you give yourself the permission to eat, the food doesn't become as tempting anymore. Like, you're really like, do I really want to eat that? Or what is, like, going on, you know? So that's what that's what causes that, in my opinion, is just get, like, you're so strict on what you're eating. Sometimes you're like, I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this. And whenever it's offered, you're like, you know what? I'm going to eat it anyway. Okay. So the sixth type of eater is a person who does not like to waste, like the non-wasteful eater. Um, this person has a hard time leaving food on the plate, even when they're full. And they might also be, guys, I'm thinking of so many people as I'm reading this, like it's hilarious, I'm sorry, like that was just a blurb, but it's true. This person has a hard time leaving food on their plate, even like, sometimes they want to eat other people's leftovers. Like, they're just like, have you ever had that friend that's like, are you going to eat that? <laughs> or, like, just, or or that person where you're like, oh, I didn't eat it. I'm just going to give it to this person. I know he's, or he or she, I don't know, is going to eat it. And what triggers this is that, is like, you're also not giving yourself unconditional permission to eat without judgment. It can also be conditioned, like, from your childhood, like your mom or your grandma is like, there's kids in Africa that are hungry and, you know, you need to finish all your food. Um, or you're not going to get to go do this if you don't finish all your food and blah, blah, blah. I feel like so many parents do that. I just, like, I know people want to get their kids to eat, but that just trains people to eat, like, when they're not even that hungry like I feel like kids know you're not gonna starve anyways <laughs> ramble um so that's number six and the last style is um the emotionally driven eater so the emotionally driven eater eats because they want to numb emotions or this is how they soothe themselves it's, it's a self-soothing um, eater, I would say. Um, they want to cope with stress or loneliness or boredom. Honestly, any emotion. It can be happiness, too. It can be excitement. They're like, oh, my God, I just, um, I don't know, I just passed a test. I'm going to go eat a cake. <laughs> so that's what I used to do, <laughs> LOL. But, um, yeah, it's how they cope with with emotions instead of actually like realizing um what I'm what I'm feeling and dealing with that I would I personally would turn to food and it was just so yummy 
and feeling un- like it, it's triggered by feeling uncomfortable and not knowing how to cope or manage with emotions in a healthy way, in a productive way. So I think that those are these seven like top eating styles. And this was adapted from um, a book called Intuitive Eating. So if you guys want to check it out, it's a really nice book. It's very, very informative. It's called Intuitive Eating um, from Evelyn Tipoli. I don't know, Tibble? I don't know. Um, and Elise Rash or Rash. Guys, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce names, apparently. So I really want you to think about this. You can listen to it again, rewind it, whatever. But I want you to think, like, which one did you most feel was true for you? And now with this information, you have more clarity into what propelled you into certain tendencies with food. Um, the next step on your journey to finding food freedom and establishing a healthy relationship to food is to plan on how to evolve from where you are right now. Right now. And it's time to think, where would you like to be with your relationship with food and your body? And then work backwards. It doesn't have to be overnight. Guys, you don't have to change overnight. It's, it, it's a hard process. Unlearning everything that society has taught us about diet culture, our bodies um, being like a specific size, you know, looking a certain way, that is hard stuff to unlearn. And this is like, and then we start to create a plan, but this plan focuses on including absolutely everything in your in your diet including also the accountability and support because it's so hard to do it alone trust me I've done it alone and actually I didn't really do it alone alone but um it was it was a struggle so this is where help comes and Fortunately, we have so many, so many resources. We have books. We have these podcasts, which are amazing. And we have um, coaches. Me, hello. (laughs) So just a little plug. um, I teach women unique skills and mental techniques to retrain their brain and really um, heal their relationships to their body and to food. And whether that you if you're struggling with emotional eating or overeating or binge eating, or maybe you don't even struggle with eating, maybe you struggle with actually wanting to eat, there's both sides of the track. Um, I focus on transforming their relationships and really being able to accept where you are right now and just evolve. That is like my biggest philosophy is like once you know and once you have the help, you can evolve. And this doesn't have to be your life forever you don't have to have a chaotic relationship with food forever I did for so long and now I'm food free and so if you are like okay I really need some help I need some clarity I found out what my eating style is and now I need to fix um I need to I need to evolve I need to grow and thrive. I want to be able to be free of food fear. Um, Contact me. I am doing one-on-one coaching sessions right now for three months. This um, is called the 
Glow Method Nutritional Empowerment One-on-One Coaching. And I'll put the link in the show notes for you to schedule a free call with me. So it's going to be very transformational. It is not an easy journey, but it is so powerful. It is empowering to be able to not have food rule your life. So I hope you guys loved this episode. I'm so happy to be actually talking about um, food and body and um, nutrition and self-care and self-love with you guys. I feel like that is really where I can shine a lot of light on. So please connect with me. Um, Leave me a message on Instagram. I'm going to leave all the things, all the details below to schedule a free call. And yeah, I would love to have you in my program if you're listening to this. So much love and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Mwah.